We hear it all the time, and we know you do too. Jesus said to go and sin no more. All right, beloved, honestly, enough is enough. Do you remember that Bible story, Jesus scatters self-righteous men in the name of mercy and justice? No? Hmm. How about this one? The woman caught in adultery. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the same story, but a completely different interpretation. The commonly taught interpretation misses the point. Jesus is not calling out the woman. He's calling out the religious leaders. He doesn't fall for their tricks. I love that. And he lets the woman go. I love that. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. So glad you're with us. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here as always with... Susan Cottrell. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, this is October and it's the 10th month. So during October, I'm going to thank you in advance for your patience and understanding. I am going to talk to you one more time. Uh, this episode, and again, each each time in October, about our um, 10th anniversary. We are celebrating a decade of walking this journey together. We were launched in 2013, and this is our 10th anniversary, and we are asking you something special. We're asking you to give $10. Yep, 10 bucks. That's it. Same as a big extra shot of espresso, some extra cream cup of Starbucks. 10 bucks. And again, picture this. If each person listening to this chips in with that $10, can you, I mean, can you feel the energy in that? That's like, mm-hmm. that gives me some goose pimples, goosebumpies there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that, that completely funds us for the coming year. And everything is empowered by that collective coming together and doing this for this beloved community that we all want to help. And again, it's for them, but it's because of you. I'm asking, again, respond now if you would. Pause the podcast if you need to. Don't let this moment slip by. Seize it. Let your $10 make a difference and celebrate our 10th anniversary. We've got two easy ways for you to help. One is Venmo. Search for at Freed Hearts, and you'll see our logo so you'll know it's us. At Freed Hearts on Venmo, or you can just go to the freedhearts.org website and click on Donate, $10.00. And again, pause the podcast and just do it. We'll wait. Is that actually the Jeopardy theme or something? Yeah, it's it's waiting. Maybe not. (laughs) Together, let's continue to change the conversation on love and inclusion. And free hearts to love and be loved. Thanks, beloved. Ten bucks. Would you do that for us? I appreciate it. Okay, connect with us at freedhearts.org. That's where everything that we do, we talk about our, or that's where our, our information on our beloved adventure courses are, our books and resources, tons of links on, um, on scripture, theology, um, all kinds of things for youth, for adults, all kinds of things are right there, freedhearts.org. If you need to reach us, you can do that either through the website there or by emailing podcast at freedhearts.org. All right. Here all right. we go. We hear, we hear this all the freaking time. We know you hear it all the time. Well, Jesus said to go and sin no more. I don't know why I did a Southern ac- accent on that, but it's... It's fitting. It's appropriate. Yep. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know, enough is enough. First, let me just... Be clear about something. 
being LGBTQ+, same-sex relationships are not sinful in any way at all, period, full stop, mic drop, done. That being said, this go and sin no more crap is brought up all the time, not only regarding LGBTQ+, but regarding the whole, this whole false teaching, rules-based beliefs stuff that have absolutely nothing to do with Jesus. Nothing, just saying. So we want to address it here today, once and for all. Yes, this is the once and for all episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, see, do you remember that Bible study, that story? Do you remember that Bible story that Jesus scatters self-righteous men in the name of mercy and justice? Uh, no. No? Hmm. How about this one? The woman caught in adultery. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that one. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's the same story, but with a completely different interpretation. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. In brief, the story is that a group of men catch this woman in the act of adultery. Okay. Now, this is already highly suspect because how do you catch one partner in adultery and not the other? Hmm? And what do you happen upon this occurrence? Did you happen to wander into her house just at that moment, but you didn't catch him? What's the deal? What is going on here? It's a setup. That's what the deal is. It's a setup to entrap Jesus. Now, Jesus' point in this story, you will see, is that these religious men have leveraged their considerable power and influence. You think? <laughs> Hard to believe. Boy, that sounds like something it's they do all the time. All the time. Yeah. To manipulate this woman without power or influence mm. as a pawn in their politics. Can you imagine being manipulated as a pawn in someone's <laughs> politics? Hmm. Mm. The interpretation handed down to us by religious men who have leveraged their considerable power and influence calls out the woman involved, the woman on the margins, without power or influence, as if Jesus wants her to pull it together already and stop sinning already. Please, no more sin. This interpretation completely misses the point. The main point here is that these men in authority have been manipulated and exploited and abuse this woman mm. on the margins mm. with their power and influence. Preach it here now. Jesus is not calling out the woman. Say it again. Jesus is not calling out the woman, this woman on the margins without power. He is not calling her out. He's calling out the religious leaders. If you miss that, you've missed the story. Jesus instantly knows the hearts of everyone involved. I love that. <laughs> he doesn't fall for their tricks. I love that. And he lets the woman go. I love that. <laughs> I mean, this is a stunning story that turns the power structure upside down completely. We should not yeah. be surprised that the power structure has turned it back into the way that supports them. Yeah. Today's standard version handed down by male Christian leaders reads it as go and sin no more. What a lie. 
What a lie. What a, missing the point. I mean, this is a bone chilling story that condemns religious leaders in power. Religious leaders in power <laughs> is being condemned here. To, to land on that last bit that's been translated as go and sin no more, or even the softer, go and leave your life of sin. Cuts the very heart out of the story, conveniently. It manipulates, exploits, and abuses this story just as the religious leaders did to that woman on the margins, just as religious leaders have done and are doing to women ever since and others, women and others on the margins. Yeah. But Mm. Jesus, I want you to hear this now. Those with any kind of Christianity being thrown at them. Jesus always defends people on the margins, which he called compassionately the least of these meaning that they have the least power, the least visibility, the least options. Jesus was not telling her to do better, to pull herself up by her own bootstraps, which is a physical (laughs) impossibility. He was inviting her to life that he would show her. His message to this woman is, you don't have to live this way. Wow. I'm here to offer you so much more than anything you have ever known. That's the heart of the story. And that's a completely, that feels totally, totally different, different than some finger wagging, yeah. pointing, go and sin no more. Like if oh your child gosh. gets involved with an abusive partner and you're like, well, you shouldn't be with them in the first place because da, 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 and you went, you went out behind our, our back and blah, blah, blah. You are, you are throwing your child under the bus and really throwing them to that partner. But if you come alongside them and say, honey, that, that person's not good for you. You deserve so much better yeah, than that. Yeah. That's a completely different feeling. Your, your child wants to say, do I? Yeah. Help me find that. Yeah. yeah, that's what Jesus is saying to her. Yeah, so let's look it's at the setting. It's completely different. Yeah, let's look at the setting here. Yeah. 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 So the woman has been caught in adultery by men who set it up to entrap Jesus A big clue is that they didn't bring out the man also participating in the adultery because he was part of the setup. And this was not the first time religious leaders put their heads together to concoct a plan to bring him down. They don't care about her. Do you notice that? They care about bringing him down. The, you know, laws that are made against LGBTQ people specifically these days, trans people, they're not caring about the trans people or whoever they claim to care about. They're, it's, it's protecting, about power, yes. it's, they're protecting their power. Right. That's right. So these men, men dragged this woman out to the public square as an adulteress before Jesus, before the crowd, naked. Can you imagine the shame? I shudder to think. And the fear... Mm. She knew the consequence was immediate death by stoning, and Jesus knew it too. Of course, he's obviously stuck, mm-hmm. obviously backed into a corner by these clever men mm. who have finally succeeded in entrapping him. Mm. Jesus has absolutely no way out, no way. Oh, my gosh. Until he opens his mouth. And then Jesus says something remarkable, as he always does from way outside the box. He says, you who are without sin, cast the first stone. Now, we've heard that so many times 
that that's old news to us. But this is a remarkable thing to say. Whoever's without sin cast the first stone, and the crowd is stunned. Flummoxed, they've never heard a response like this. This is now, this, this is never how these situations have been dealt with, mm. ever. Mm. It takes them a minute. <laughs> they have to settle in with it. And then slowly, the older men, presumably more wisdom, the older men and, and then the younger ones drop their stones and turn away, most likely in guilt as their own ploy to entrap this woman rings in their ears, plus who knows what other shenanigans they pulled that week, whatever other skeletons they have hidden away. They drop their stones and turn away, and only Jesus could have given such a mind-boggling response. When I say how much I admire Jesus, it's largely because of his ability Mm -hmm. to puncture the air around him. Time and again, he circumvents their yes and no questions and gives an answer that was not even possible until that moment. Mm. And then he turns to the woman. Where are your condemners? Does no one condemn you? <laughs> no one, sir, she says. She is undone. And he says, what? what does he say? He says, neither do I condemn you. <laughs> what? You don't? Why not? You have every right to condemn me under the law. Isn't that what you do? Apparently not. But why not? Why isn't he condemning her? This is important. Mm. Yeah, religious tradition claims that the main point of this story is go and sin no more. Like a mandate to rid her life of sin an implied condition of her release. Like the policeman who lets you off with a warning might say, now keep your speed down. The implication is here that I'm going to let you off this time, but don't push your luck and get out of here before I change my mind. That's usually the feel of go and sin no more. But that's not what Jesus is saying at all. For one thing, nobody goes and sins no more, do they? Doesn't everyone deal with the need to course correct? That's all that means is course correct to some degree or other their whole lives. Yes, everybody does. But he's also not saying, now don't do that again, which is usually how it's interpreted. Because listen, this woman has had a good long walk to think things over, walking naked to her execution. She had plenty of time to think that if by some miracle she did not die on the spot from embarrassment or from stoning, she would never, ever, no, never get caught in this situation ever again. The trouble is not voluntarily choosing to be in that situation again. The question is how, how do I constantly find myself on the raw end of this deal why do I keep letting men like this take advantage of me? Why, does the, why do I settle for scraps? Why does this happen over and over again? How in the world do I find myself? How do I find a way out of my broken system and wounded heart? Let me, let me just stop in, or jump in real quick. Just start. This really 
calls to mind what we talked about last week, that if we know that we're not broken, if we know that we deserve love and we deserve life more than we're being told by religious leaders, it would change everything. Yes. And that's the transformation I think this woman had. Yes, yes. And anybody so shamed and humiliated would be searching for a way out, vowing never to let this happen again. That was the question Jesus answered. As always, he answered her real need. He's saying, you don't have to live this way. Mm. That's astounding news for this woman. I don't, she had to ask herself. No, Jesus was telling her, you don't. Now, remember that this whole passage was not in the original of Scripture. You'll see a note in your Bible that says it was added in some 400 years after Christ. 400 years. Now, this doesn't mean Jesus didn't say it. It sounds exactly like something he would say, this kind of story, and would likely have come down through the oral tradition until it was finally written down. But that time lapse means it won't be the same exact words as if you'd been sitting there. And in addition, it was interpreted and translated over those many years. So any interpretation of a story that does not support the underlier, the outlier, the one on the margins, is a bad interpretation. Mm, okay, so important. It's so important. So let's let's just be authentic here about what's going on. So rather than applying a modern headspace to modern words we see on the page, we need to look at the context. We need to sink into the story and the culture to understand. Jesus' MO is deep healing for the least powerful, the least recognized, the ones most easily abused by people in power. That's exactly what he does time and time and time again. And a story interpreted not that way is a bad interpretation because that's what he's doing. That's what he's here to do. And it's exactly what happens in this story. I mean, he just overthrew the law, thank you very much. He took the law in his own hands and said, you're okay. He just gave her a free pass On adultery. Yes, he did. That's what readers find troubling. He just sided with this woman over the religious leaders, men who didn't care if they destroyed her, just as many religious leaders today don't care if they destroy those who can't defend themselves. Mm. He gave her an earth-shattering offer of life. Even a reminder of life. You know what I mean? Like, Like, not like if you accept this kind of offer, but a reminder of, hey, 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 hey. There's something so much better for you. You're beloved. You're beautiful. You don't have to live this way. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly. And now you think he's going to tack on a silly throwaway line to of go and sin no more that to simply reinforce the Pharisees' lifeless rules, mm-hmm. the very thing he's always criticizing in them? No, no. He just ran them all off, by the way. He's not now going to pull from their playbook. (laughs) And anybody who throws this out at you, it should listen to this episode. But if 
if they're not willing to do that, in the short thing, you, you can say, hey, listen, you've already been run off of that story. Whatever he says at that point is not for you. Mm, good point. You've been run off. So it's for her. Um, okay. But Jesus, I want to tell you, Jesus has so much compassion for the tenderhearted. He never shames or humiliates the down and outers, but always gives them hope. Come to me and I'll give you life. He says, not rules which produce death. Paul says that later. He lifts our heads and heals our broken hearts. Mm. That's what that's why we talk about him today. If he was simply doing what what religious leaders have always done, what power brokers and politicians have always done, we wouldn't know his name. Yeah. We talk about him. He's become the the uh mascot of religion mm-hmm. because of the contrary to life as usual that he brings. Yeah. He lifts our heads and he heals our broken hearts. Yeah. I also want to say that this that the idea of come to me and I will give you life, don't mishear that as well. It's not something like, um, it's more like, believe me, <laughs> you know, yeah. live the way I live, believe the way I live, you believe the way I believe, have the, have the kind of life and relationship with yourself and with God that I have, and that will give you life. It's not like, accept my offer. We'll get into that at some point in the yeah. future as well, but just saying that. Um, but you he, know, I'm yeah. sorry, did you have something else? It, he never said, he never says, ask me into your heart to be yeah. your savior. Yeah, we'll he never about, says that. that. We'll talk more about that, yeah. but he never says that. Just, just, just so aside, you know. That was added several hundred years after. In the interpretation. In the interpretation. It's not in the Bible. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that. Email us if you have a question on that. Again, <laughs> podcast at freedhearts.org. Yeah. Any, don't let anything that we ever say stumble you and get you to go, eh, forget that off. Email us. You yep. answer almost every email you get. I really do. You really do at, <laughs> at length. Yeah. So again, podcast at freedhearts.org or Susan at freedhearts.org. Uh, and we'll answer all that. So, beloved, there you go. So the next time someone throws the interpretation at you as evidence that you're not taking sin seriously enough because you're not judging and correcting everyone, take a breath and remember, you're in good company, beloved. (laughs) They said the same things to Jesus. That's right. And you don't have to debate them on this. That can be toxic. Send them our way. Like you said, send them a link to this episode. Yeah. You can just speak the truth, share a resource, and sashay away in all your fabulousness because you <laughs> are beloved. We love you so much. We love you. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. 
And you can find out more about her at heystcenter.com. Please share this, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.